From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 17th of October, 2018. At least 26 people have died in the United States from the massive Hurricane Michael, which hit the Florida Panhandle and South Georgia last week. The town of Mexico Beach, Florida, east of Panama City, was all but destroyed as the most powerful storm to hit the U.S. since 1969 struck, and with winds of 155 miles per hour, very little withstood the storm's fury. The storm struck with little warning and moved into Florida as a Category 4 hurricane, staying a hurricane well inland into Georgia. Governor Rick Scott of Florida has declared a state of emergency there, and Governor Nathan Deal of Georgia has done the same in his state in the wake of the massive storm. Several hundred thousand people evacuated the storm's path, and all radio and TV stations in the Panama City area of Florida were knocked out in the storm, including four FM music stations by Powell Broadcasting, which has announced since the storm that after catastrophic damage to facilities and transmitters, the company is completely pulling out of the Panama City area and ceasing all broadcasts there. With damage and deaths as far north as Albany, Georgia, the long cleanup from Hurricane Michael, which is only now being realized, is expected to take months, if not years. Retail giant Sears has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. This announcement came on Monday as Sears has already closed hundreds of stores in recent years in order to survive. As part of its bankruptcy plan, the historical chain said it plans to close an additional 142 unprofitable Sears and Kmart stores by the end of this year. Combined, the chains of Sears and Kmart currently have just under 700 locations. But in just another reminder that nothing lasts forever Sears was once the Amazon of today. As writer Jeremy Bowman says, like Amazon, which began as just a bookseller, Sears also started out small in the 1880s, focused on a single product line, watches. Also like Amazon, Sears embraced what was the e-commerce of its day, the mail order catalog, taking advantage of the U.S. Post Office's decision in 1896 to bring door-to-door -door delivery in rural communities. By using mail orders, Sears was able to capitalize on another emerging internet-like technology of its day, railroads. The connectivity brought about by the railroads made rural communities more accessible, and much like Walmart did nearly 100 years later, Sears built the foundation of its retail empire on rural America. And although Chapter 11 bankruptcy gives Sears an opportunity to restructure and maybe survive in different form, many agree it's only a matter of time before the company goes the way of Montgomery Ward, Circuit City, and other giants of yesteryear. In 1979, WGBH TV in Boston began a 13-part series centered on remodeling, updating, and restoring old homes, all from a do-it-yourself perspective. The concept of this old house was a relatively new one, especially from a do-it-yourself instructive point of view, and the audience loved it. 
The hosts, Bob Vila and Norm Abram, would give insight and pointers as well as catch up to contractors and builders as they progressed in their renovations and repairs. The show continued winning 5 Emmys and drew 11 million viewers on U.S. public television stations across the country. But in 1989, Bob Vila left this old house, which was underwritten by the Home Depot, after a dispute over his making commercials for the now-defunct Rickle Home Centers, a direct competitor to the Home Depot. After screening over 400 candidates to replace Bob Vila, PBS, the public television network in the United States, approached author, sailor, and documentary host Steve Thomas, who subsequently became the new host for the next 14 years. The show continued to be a do-it-yourself go-to with several spin-off products and shows including Ask This Old House and the This Old House magazine after Time Incorporated bought the show from WGBH in 2001. Although hosting the popular show The New Yankee Workshop, Norm Abram has also stayed with This Old House from its inception and together with the host since 2003 Kevin O'Connor, the pair continue to guide both current and future homeowners as well as do-it-yourselfers with tips on restoring, renovating, and dreaming big in their home projects. the Lord is perfect. The commandment of the Lord is pure. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. That's found in Psalm chapter 19. God's word is perfect, pure, true, righteous. God's word is infallible. Infallible means that the entirety of God's word, the Bible, scripture is absolutely true, totally and completely without question. God's word is 100% trustworthy. Now, a similar term, inerrancy, focuses on the accuracy of every single word in the Bible. It is without error. Both inerrancy and infallibility are grounded in the very character of who God is. God cannot lie and does not ever change, as we read in 1 Samuel 15. God is perfectly consistent in every single thing that he does, and his word reflects those same characteristics. The psalmist, talking to God, wrote this of his word in Psalm 119. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. And the Apostle Paul in Romans 7 said, The law is holy, and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Now, on a practical level, infallibility means that we can trust the Bible completely. It will never deceive us or give us counsel that would later prove to be unwise. That was the confidence of the psalmist when he wrote this in Psalm 119. Establish your word to your servant as that which produces reverence for you. Turn away my reproach which I dread, for your ordinances are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me through your righteousness. May your loving kindness also come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your word. So I will have an answer for him who reproaches me. 
for I trust in your word. And do not take the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I wait for your ordinances, so I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be ashamed. I sell delight in your commandments, which I love. May we be like the psalmist, always remembering that God's word is infallible. God's word is trustworthy. May we seek God through his word, delighting in it, knowing it is good in the truest, purest, and most trustworthy sense of the word. When years of time shall pass away, and earthly thrones and kingdoms fall, when men who hear refuse to pray on rocks and hills and mountains call. God's love so sure shall still endure Oh, measureless and strong Redeeming grace to Adam's grace The saints and angels Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.